Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to episode three of the Juan Francisco podcast, aka JFP3. I am your host, Juan Francisco, checking in from España. E there is only one week until the OBL U draft of 2019, the sixth season at Oakbourne Park. Let's go over what we are going to talk about today for some draft hype. Okay, today we have three segments that we are going to discuss. Number one, player updates along with some gossip, so to speak, uh, from some reports from our fellow OBL insiders Otis James and Edith Townsend, along with our second segment, three-pointer news uh, with some updates about a couple of rule changes regarding the three ball. And lastly, our third segment, Mock Draft 2.0 from Obel Inside Juan Francisco, just discussing some changes between Mock Draft 1 and 2, featuring uh, players that have uh, rised in their stock as well as dropped with their stock, along with evaluating uh, sort of the tiers that we have in our league um, with tier... One through tier uh, five, I believe I've established about five tiers. Uh, the the A tier, the B plus tier, the B tier, the B minus tier, the C tier, and the D tier. Sort of just breaking down some of the featured players in those groups as well as where I project them to fall in the draft. So look out for that. And I'll probably release... One last mock uh, about around draft day to discuss my final thoughts going into our May 17th draft day, which is just a week away. Let's start off with some player updates slash gossip. Point number one is a kind of sad subject and it's still unconfirmed. Cooper, a.k.a. Boop, a.k.a. Coop wants to be an undrafted free agent for this year. Not sure why. It was reported by myself, Juan Francisco, and uh, when asked for an explanation, I was not given one. However, Boop, if you're listening, really want you to just be a regular player. I understand if you would like to lessen your commitment and just be a free agent. So we'll have some updates on that. As draft day gets closer, again, we are just one week away. Point number two. There's been some pickup games going on in the past week or so. Ran mostly by Jack and Austin. And uh, it was reported by OBL insider Otis James that at these pickup games, Austin and Jack were very impressed by the play of Adam P, a.k.a. Petey. So shout out Petey for improving your draft stock a little bit. Point number three, also from some pickup game news, Owen and Connor played together, and as expected, their synergy was evident. Um, Seems pretty much locked in that Connor will be the number one overall pick in this draft. Call him Zion Williamson, if you will. So congrats to Connor for locking up that spot. Uh, It's been kind of rumored for a while being that he's back-to-back MVP, according to Juan Francisco. And uh, 
he's pretty much locked in for that number one slot. Uh, also, an update from another OBL insider, Edith Townsend, reported that Harrison's status is in question. However, it is rumored that he will be available for the back half of the season following a hiatus in June. So, Harrison, glad to have you. He'll be definitely uh, a, a big piece to have going into the offs. Also, uh, reported by myself, Juan San Francisco, Alex Rotelli. The muscular beast that he is, is going to miss the first month or so, possibly, of the season following a concussion that he suffered during a 21st birthday celebration. So good job, Big Al. Glad to see you're partying hard out there in Happy Valley. Wish you the best of luck on your recovery. Want you back as soon as possible. And lastly, not necessarily an update or gossip, but something that was mentioned in the OBL group me that caught everyone's eye was Boyle sending a message to one of our rookies, Dono. Boyle said, quote, dunking on Dono, game one, quote, welcome to the league, end quote. Thought that was great. Love to see the smack talk. Be interesting to see if those two get drafted to be on the same team, if they can uh, you know, uh, have good chemistry after that sort of call out. But uh, Dono got a lot of work to do. Got a lot to prove to everyone. I think that uh, no one really is sure where you're gonna fall in this draft. And uh, no matter what you do, I think you'll be able to prove yourself. All right, let's move on to our three-pointer news. So this final season of OBL U play has breeded a few changes. Um. I'll- one of them being the lottery selection process, uh, and the new one, three-pointer change. So previously our three-point line was roughly uh, 27, 28 feet, a nice heave, about uh, three or four feet longer than the NBA three-pointer, which is just under 24 feet. And uh, this year, the three-point line will be moved to 25 and a half feet, so still about a foot, foot, uh, two foot. Shit, get it together. About a foot and a half or two foot longer than the NBA range. Uh, there was a debate over whether we should... Uh, over, there was a debate between the OBL executives, which include the four cap- uh, five captains and TD, the commish, uh, over whether we should move our line to 25 and a half feet or 24 feet. And in a four to two vote in favor of 25 and a half it was decided that this will be the new three-point length. It was reported that some of the captains uh, still wanted to keep the heave, the fan favorite chuck that you have to have to hit a three ball in the OBL. And a couple of captains, it was reported that uh, Austin and Seth were sort of in favor of the shorter three. Not surprised that Seth wanted to do that based on the fact that he is quite the shooter himself. You know, maybe trying to give himself a little advantage there. Austin uh, was very passionate about it, from what I've heard. He uh, just thought that the three-point should be a little more uh, utilized, but it was decided that the chuck will still be a thing. Um, and yeah, that's about it for that. So 25 and a half feet is our new three-point length. be interesting to see if that encourages people to shoot more threes, even though it's still a fucking heave.
All right, let's move on to the mock draft 2.0 from Juan Francisco. Connor, he's definitely going to go number one. As we mentioned before, him and Owen play really well together. Uh, I think Owen intentionally took that first pick so he could lock up getting Connor. So good for him there. <coughs> Shout out, Kaj. Uh, then after that, it's sort of uh, up in the air whether uh, Jack is going to pick Evan, Ryan, or Brian. Uh, it seems like Jack has some interest in Evan there, so I think Evan's going to go at number two. And then uh, Sean will likely take Ryan for the third year in a row. Those guys have played well together over the past couple of years, and I think they want to keep that synergy going. Uh, a couple of Gamecocks down there, so uh, you know you want to keep your school guys together, definitely, and it'll be uh, good to see them back together if Evan does actually pick Ev- excuse me, if Jack actually does pick Evan. Uh, and then that would leave Seth at number four slot with a probably 99% chance of taking Boyle. Uh, there is a slight chance he could take Will there, um, just based off of some, maybe some uh, reliability things, but 99% chance that Brian will be selected there at number four. And then, of course... Uh, Tommy and Will will go 5-6 in whatever order Austin wants there. Um, And then we have a a kind of a tricky spot with our 7 through 9 slots. So that would likely be uh, any order of Kevin, Sam, and Pat. Um, Seth likes Skinny Pat. You know, they've they've, uh, had a good relationship over the past couple of years. Don't think they've ever played together. I think Seth likes the way that Pat plays, so he'll probably take Pat there, which would leave Sean with a choice between uh, sort of Sam and Kevin. And uh, Sean would likely take Sam there. They've wanted to play together for years, and uh, I could definitely see that happening. And then uh, that would leave Jack with sort of a choice between uh, maybe Kevin, Sherm, Gareth, maybe even toss Ray up there. Ray's stock's been going up a little from what I've heard. Uh, Harrison, too, or Yoder. I think that Jack will likely take Kevin there. Uh, Kevin's just a solid defensive presence. Does pretty well on offense as well with his three-point shot. He's definitely going to be one of the guys that's going to be encouraged to shoot more threes with this shorter line this year. Uh, And then that would put us at the number 10 and 11 spots, which I have Owen going with Sherm and Yoder. Uh, it's the same that I had in the last mock. I think that's just a likely situation. And then uh, Owen would have Cad, Sherman, Yoder as his uh, top four there. Solid squad for sure. Good on both sides of the ball. Uh, and then Jack would likely take either Gareth or Harrison or Ray at that 12 slot. I have him taking Harrison in my mock. Uh, although Harrison's going to be gone for the beginning, he's a solid presence to have. However, I could definitely see him going with Gareth at that spot uh, if he needs some more uh, reliability. However, Gareth has proven to not be the most reliable guy. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, as I mentioned, we had some tiers that I sort of set up. So the A tier is obviously that big four, Connor, Ryan, Brian, Evan. The B-plus tier is Will and Tommy. B tier, Pat, Sam, and Kevin. B-minus tier is a, kind of a longer one with Sherm, Harrison, Dez, Defram, Ray, Yoder, and Gareth. 
And then the C tier is quite a big one. We'll get into that in a little bit. So then at the 13th slot, I have Sean going with Ray. They played last year. Um, Sean, Ray, and Ryan getting back together would be a solid squad. Um, and if Seth doesn't actually take Pat at that 7th slot, you know, maybe Sean could take Pat at that 8th slot and have the exact same big four that he had last year that led him to a 5-1 and one victory, or 5-1 and one record, excuse me, uh, and a trip to the OBL Finals. So it'll be interesting to see if he's able to get that team back together. Um, all right, so on to the 14th slot. I have Seth going with Gareth there. Now if Jack it picks Gareth at 12, I could definitely see Seth going with Harrison at 14 there. Uh, just to round off the big guys that we have in the league. Uh, after that, there's not a lot of guys that are really centers. A lot more forwards and stuff. Um, then at that 15-16 slot, I have Austin going with Chris and TD. Um, I believe I had this in my last mock as well. Um, you know, those are just a couple of guys that have... Uh, Oh, no, actually, in the last one, I had Chris and Kyle Vaughn instead of Chris and TD. Um, I could definitely say Austin go with TD, though. They're great pals. And uh, Heilman, as much as he probably doesn't want to play for Austin, I don't really see him falling past that 15 slot. Um, perhaps, you know, there could be a shocker, and he could get picked a little bit earlier in round three. Uh, Chris is sort of the beginning of that uh, C-plus tier. Um the C tier, he's he's definitely the upper end of the C tier. Not quite in that B minus range, but you know, just flirting. Maybe the maybe the only guy in the C plus tier. If uh, I, if I made that a thing. Uh, and that TD going at sixteen, and Kyle Vall going at seventeen to Seth. Uh, I think that they played together in the past. Not positive, but Vall's just a solid uh, energy guy to have on your team and. You know, Seth will already have some scoring between him and whoever he ends up with in the first round, along with uh, if he goes with Pat at number seven. So, you know, he doesn't really need any more scoring and go for some more defense. And if he had Gareth, that's a solid scorer as well. And then I had Sean at number 18 going with Death from Namani. Death from a great athlete, um, just a great energy guy as well to have on the court. So I could definitely see him going with Death from there. Uh, or possibly Tyler Pascal, or maybe Dez. Uh, I could also see Dez going a little earlier, maybe going at that 16 slot to Austin. Uh, however, I have Dez dropping a little bit. Um, <clears throat> then at the number 22 slot, or excuse me, at the number 19 slot uh, in the fourth round, I have Jack going with Tyler Pascal. Uh, I could also see Jack taking Dez at that pick. You know, those two are kind of a toss-up. I have Dez going at 20 to Owen. Um, not really sure where Dez is going to fall this year if he got drafted so high last year. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Again, I have Dez at that 20 slot, and then I have Cooper at the 21 slot. Even though Cooper wants to be an undrafted free agent, um, we're going to have to maybe adjust the next mock if he does, in fact, want to be a full-time free agent. And then at that 22 slot, I have Fro going to DeMarco. Uh, another guy that, you know, has kind of gotten, st- not necessarily stuck, but just sort of uh, had to play someone that, uh, play with someone that he doesn't really want to play with. Apparently, he doesn't love playing with DeMarco, but I don't see anyone else going in that slot. Maybe Crow could go there, uh, but he's got a late start, so he might drop a little bit more. 
Or Petey could go at that 22 slot. You know, his stock's on the rise. Nobel champion last year. You know, he, he knows what it takes to win a title. And that's a 23 slot. I have Donnie Namani going to Sean. Uh, I think it's going to be sought after this year to try to get the Namani brothers together. Um, sort of just makes it easier for them to play with each other. And uh, they have great synergy, obviously, being that they're brothers. Uh, contrary to popular belief, they're not twins, however. A lot of people think they are. They're just brothers. I think. Sorry if that's wrong. But I'm like 99.9% sure that they're just brothers. Now the 24 slide, I have Crow going to uh, Seth. Again, Fro could maybe swap with Crow there. Uh, or Petey could hop into that 24 slot too. I think those three guys are all pretty equally skilled. I have 25 uh, going being Petey at the 25 slot. And then 26 being Alex. Alex could go a little bit higher, but that concussion symptoms uh, might drop him a little bit. At 27, I have Joel going to Seth. 28, Dono going to Sean. 29, the Gazelle going to Paul. 30, going Jay going to Owen. I think that whole that foursome right there, Joel, Dono, Paul, and Jay could go in any order to anybody. Um, but it'll be interesting, you know, to see how the personalities sort of come into play. Uh, you know, just guys that have been friends with each other more in the past you know i'm not sure that donna would go to a guy like uh, austin or seth just because they might not be as close of friends as uh obviously owen is the closest with donna and uh sean and donna also know each other pretty well and uh then we got 29 the gazelle going to jack i think everyone's impressed with the gazelle's play he's inconsistent on the offensive end but you know he gives all out effort all game every game jay at 30 uh, and then Big Shot Burke at 31. Big Shot Burke could also move up a little bit, Evan Burke. Uh, you know, he's proven to be good in clutch moments. He had one of the biggest shots of the season last year, if you remember. And then I got Vivin going to Jack at 32. Hogan going to Sean at 33. I think Sean's really interested in see how uh, Will could play. If he did do uh, Dono and Will, he would have both rookies. So that'd be pretty cool to see. And then 34, I got Jason Chang going to Seth. Uh, Jason has a really late start to the season this year, but he'd be great to have uh, in playoff play. And then I got Quinn going uh, to Austin at 35, Eddie B at 36 to Austin, 37, Joey Quirk, and last but certainly not least, but actually kind of last and least, uh, sorry, Chiz. Chiz, of course, Mr. Irrelevant. He has to go last. Traditions. So that's uh, the breakdown of the mock. And uh, I'll go through real quick what the those potential teams would be. Uh, for Owen, he would have himself, Owen, Connor, Sherm, Yoder, Dez, Coop, Jay, and Burke. Solid team there. Uh, you know, lots of uh, offensive firepower for sure. And great synergy in that group if they did get together. All guys that are pretty good friends with each other. And then Jack would have Evan, Kevin, Harrison, Tyler Pascal, Fro, the Gazelle, and Vivin. Um, you know, an interesting team there, but one that could definitely make some noise if uh, the pieces fall into play correctly. And then Sean would have Sean, Ryan, Sam, Big Ray, Defferman, Donnie, Dono, and Will Hogan, and Chiz. That's a solid team there, really athletic team that could get up and down the floor and also uh, bang some bodies down low with Sam and Ray. And then uh, Seth would have Seth, Boyle, Pat, Gareth, Vall, 
Crow, Joel, Jason, and Joey. That is a championship caliber squad for sure. Again, Austin, what the fuck were you thinking, bud? Austin's team would then be Austin, Tommy, Will, Chris Heilman, TD, PD, Alex Rotelli, Quinn, and Eddie. A solid team there for sure. Definitely could get some wins, um, but don't know if that's a championship caliber squad. And uh, that about does it. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot them over to the OBL Twitter account, and they will be relayed over to me, Juan Francisco. And I thank you all for listening. Be releasing one more mock before the draft, but probably won't be releasing another episode till post draft. So we'll wait and see how uh, things unfold next Friday. All right, Curtis Blow, take us out, bud.